Just going to pass it out. I'm going to ask Cindy to come up uh, because I don't know how we're going to get her on here, but okay. And because uh, she has a word for us, and she shared it with us at our leaders meeting last night. And when she said it, she was like, "That's the heart of my message. That's the heart of what I want to say to you this morning." So uh, I really, I want you to grab on what she's got to say because I think it's a good. I think it's our future. That's what I think. I'll just leave that. Thanks, Cindy. That, I, I believe that's the heart of what I want to tell you this morning. Yeah, we're going to talk about the budget. Yeah, we're not going to. As Scott said, I, I'm not going to do numbers with you. The numbers are in front of you. The more we talk about numbers, the more people get confused. So we're not going to do that if you have, you know, you, you, can, you can look at that. But I want to, I want to talk to you about who we are. Uh, we are people of the kingdom. Is that right? You guys agree with that? That's one thing I like about Vineyard is it, it's focused on the kingdom. We are people of the kingdom. Now, we, I want to be real careful here. We love the king. Our focus is Jesus, okay? Uh, I've seen a lot of people, they'll, they'll focus on the kingdom, and that becomes a whole doctrine for them, and they miss that. No, we're focused on Jesus. We live in the kingdom. It's important to understand that we live in the kingdom that Jesus has established. And he's bringing his kingdom here. And as we are people of the kingdom, it should influence every decision we make. I'm a member of the kingdom of God. It should influence all my decisions. Which means, when I'm making a decision, I should ask, what does this look like in the kingdom of God? Everybody got that? We should ask that when we're doing things in our lives. Not just as a community... But as individuals in the kingdom, what does this look like in the kingdom of God? What does marriage look like in the kingdom of God? What does raising children look like in the kingdom of God? And then one of my favorites, and I almost got off, I'm trying not to get off on a tangent this morning, but one of my favorites is what does business look like in the kingdom of God? Because, frankly, our country has lost that. And I will say a little bit. I pray for kingdom businesses, for men like Jeremy who starts a business and wants to run it in the kingdom way. I pray that we can do more of that. And I'm going to stop there because I'll lose my message time if I go any further with it. That's, that's, a, really, that's a, a, a really hot topic in my heart. How can we do those things according to the kingdom? This morning we want to talk about how can we do local community finance according to the kingdom. And, and I'm using the word 
local community as opposed to local church because church is bigger than just us. The, the church is the body of Christ. It's bigger than just us. Now, we have local communities within the church, and we're one of those. So how does local community finance look according to the kingdom? Now, if you look at the Bible, it doesn't really give you a whole lot of specific details. It doesn't say, well, you need to have a three-member board, and you need to set a budget every year, and you need to do it. it. There's not a whole lot of specific details like that in the Scripture. But there are some things that we can glean to give us values that God holds in the kingdom and how we use the finances and the resources he gives us. First thing we see is we pay our bills. Isn't that an odd thing? Pay your bills. Okay. In, I'm not going to read the scriptures because I don't have that much time this morning, but uh, we all should know that we may know the story. It's in Matthew 17, 26 and 27. This is where Jesus sent Peter fishing because they owed taxes. Even in those days, they owed, actually, the taxing was a lot harder in those days than it was these days, actually, from what I recall of history. But we have to pay bills. Jesus showed us, pay your bills. We owe taxes, go fishing, get the money. Now, we can't get money that way. I wish we could uh, go fishing and pull out the money to pay our bills, but we can't. But the point here is Jesus paid his bills. And so that's a value that the kingdom has, is paying your bills. Another point. Another thing we can glean is taking care of one another. Now, this is a beautiful picture in Acts. Acts chapter 4, 32 to uh, 37. I should really put my glasses on, I guess. Take care of one another. This is where this is the story of the early church in Acts. And they would all bring their belongings to the, to the church. And if somebody needed something here, you can take care of it. And it says nobody had need. Because everyone was bringing us, people were selling land and bringing the money and it was being distributed to the poor and everyone was being taken care of. There was no need, that's what it says in, in Acts. Isn't that a great picture? That's what we need to do. We need to look at our body and make sure that everybody here is taken care of, that there are no needs. You know, I'm not saying you need to go out and sell your stuff, although if God tells you to do that, then please do that. But we all have things that we can help others with. I've got a garage full of stuff. And I would whole lot rather give it away than have a yard sale this spring, which I need to do. Because I don't want to, I'd rather give it to somebody than haggle with somebody that's going to fight me for money to haggle it down. So if y'all need something, come to my garage and I'll tell you if you can have it. But I've got, you know, we've got stuff like that. We can help one another. That's a value when we're looking at finances in our kingdom and in our community. A third thing, and this goes to the heart of what Cindy said, and I really appreciate what Cindy said, because that is the heart of who we are going to be, I believe, this year, is going outside of these doors. Help the homeless and the loveless. Now, this is in James. James chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. Now, in today's world, there's especially, there's a growing pushback against religion. Okay? Oh, that's religion. We don't want religion. We want Jesus. We don't want... And I understand that. And we're not here to talk about that. But let's look at what pure religion is, according to James. Pure religion is helping the homeless and helping the loveless. Helping those in our community who have no home, have nothing to eat, aren't loved by anybody and are excluded by society. We need to be helping those. That's where we need to be. Helping the homeless and helping the loveless. Now, there's... A sidebar to this that I want to add, and I, always, I need to say that it's a little bit of an editorial for me because along with this scripture, there's a lot of other scriptures that talk about taking care of widows and orphans. Now, 
real quickly, if you were a widow in those days and you didn't have family, uh, you were out of luck. I mean, you basically begged or starved because no one was going to take care of you. No one was going to take you in. Same thing with orphans. In my opinion, that represents a really unjust system. It's just it's injustice all over the place. And I think one of the things that we as a local community need to be is speaking to injustice in our community. We need to take stands, whether and, and I'm not saying that's a political thing, but I'm saying we need if there are people that are suffering from injustice in our community or in the world, we need to go help them. That's a value I think we have as a church. Now I don't it may be a you know it may be we do things governmentally, but I think we just need to stand with people that are in things of injustice, like trafficking, human trafficking, or poverty, those type of things. We need to make a stand for those, and we need to help people that are in those. That's a value that I think Scripture sets if you read it in these ways. The fourth thing, which I think is, is, uh, has always been near to my heart, is, is going to the world, both near and far. In Acts chapter 13, verse 1 and 2, we see the church in Antioch. And this church has grown considerably at this point. And they've got a lot of people, a lot of leaders. They have a lot of uh, anointed people, a lot of talented people. And they are called by God. The Holy Spirit says, set aside Paul and Barnabas and send them out. Go to the world. Underwrite their trips going out. Send them out both near and far. Go out into New Braunfels. Go out into all of Asia or all of the world. That's a value that the Bible has, that the Bible places on finances that we have. We need to be sending people out. That's why we are in a partnership in Chile as all these global things that Scott mentioned earlier. That's why we're doing that because it's a value for us. Now, these are some guidelines that that we can see in the Bible, that we can glean from the Bible. But the thing about it is each local community is going to have a different flavor or a different flair or a different character, different interests, except for paying bills. I think we all pay bills. I don't know that we need a different flair on that. It's just pay bills. Okay? I mean, there's no flair about that. But the other three, it takes on our individual desires, our passions. You know, why do you think we are doing so much in Palestine? Because we are passionate about that region of the world. In Chile, we partner there because we're passionate about that. In the UK, with uh, reconciliation, we're passionate about reconciliation as a community. And so that's why we're doing that. We're passionate about Laurel Plaza and helping the people in our community here. That's why we go there and help them. These are passions that are individual in many ways to us as a community because of our community and because of our character and mainly because of our mission statement. Now, I pulled this one off the website. It's, it's a little different than Scott gave you this morning. Scott has tweaked it a little, but uh, and I, I like the one you had this morning, by the way. It's, uh, it's, a really, it's a really good tweak. So anyway, remember the one he said. This is the one off the website, though. This is who we are. So as we look at our, our life financially as a church and as a, as a community, we need to let this mission statement guide us in our decisions. And that's what I believe we have done as leaders, and that's why that's what you have in front of you is uh, that budget that we are we have approved for the, for 2014. Now, this this is can be represented graphically here in this pie chart. This is a monthly it's a monthly budget. This is a monthly graphic representation of our budget. Let's just say it that way, and it's a really pretty pie chart. So you should guys, I worked a lot on getting that up there. So yeah. 
It's not easy getting those things to separate, by the way, unless you've ever done it. You know? <clears throat> anyway, what we have is this is all of us. This is what we are financially and what we look like. But this is not who we are. Okay? Yeah, this is our finances, but this is not who we are. We are way bigger than this. This reflects where our funds are going, but it doesn't show the people that are in our worship team that are volunteering and are working and helping and serving. It doesn't show our sound guys. It doesn't show the workers in our children's department that are you know, bringing supplies to help. It doesn't show that. We're bigger than that. We're passionate as a people way more than what our finances are ever going to represent. So I want you to not see us in this because we're bigger than this. This is the ministry of our church which is represented here. And ministry is, is kind of a word that's being used. In, it's, it's, it's a Christian word. But to better define it, this is what we do as a church, both inside and outside these walls. Now, these facilitate how we can accomplish what God has called us to do. Everything we do in this building and everything we do outside, it's all ministry of what we do. Okay? A couple of things I want you to see here. This year we've added a savings bracket uh, because we can, and I'll talk more about that later. A couple of things we're saving money for. We believe it's prudent as leaders to have a few months of operating budget set aside as savings just because for emergencies, whatever might happen. Once we reach a cap that the leadership is set, that item's gone because we don't believe we're supposed to build a portfolio of funds as a, as a church or as a group. Our money is not to sit in a bank and do nothing. Our money is to go out and change the world. The second part of this savings is a building fund. Okay, We are trying to save for a building. I don't have a plan to give you this morning except that we know we're going to eventually want a building as a, as a, a community. That will lower all of our costs if we have our own building. It's amazing how much money we could save if we had our own building. That's where we're headed. And I can't give you more plan than that as far as that because we, you know, we quite frankly don't know yet. We're just praying about that. The rest of this is all about what we do both in here and outside. It's how we serve our children. It's how we serve you in worship. It's how we serve each other in relationship. It's coffee. It's uh, hugs in the morning when you get here. That's all reflected in that helps facilitate that. Our budget that I've given you is, you know, what you'll see, if you could see this pie chart on your sheet, is basically all those items are listed in this, in, in these areas, okay? I'm not going to do a whole lot of talking, as Scott said, about the budget as far as the numbers, because I have found in large groups like this, the more you talk about numbers, the more people get confused. So I think it's better, look, look through our budget. If you have any questions whatsoever, feel free to come ask me or call me at normal hours during the week, and, 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 and I'll be glad to answer any questions you have. Uh, Scott would be glad to, any of the leadership will be glad to answer any questions you have about it. Uh, I would say if you have specific items about questions, mine might be a better one to ask because I probably, because I, made, I, I wrote it up, so I know more of what's, what it's reflected here. But anyway, feel free to call. If you would like a question answered for the whole group, please put that in writing, and we'll gladly answer that at a future date. Uh, so, so as not to confuse everybody, we're not going to go through a lot of the numbers. But I do want to tell you what this budget means to us as a community. 
But before I do that, we need to take a minute to celebrate. Now, you may, you may notice one thing I will point out here is the budget for 2014 is higher than 2013 uh, by, because we wanted to increase our budget. Now, let me explain this. In the end of 2012, we were not doing so well financially as a church just because we, we had some things we had to cover. Uh, we have some yotso. We had 2013 as a building, restabilizing part of our church. And I need to tell you, we need to be celebrating today because by the end of 2013, we were right on track where we needed to be with the budget that we set to stabilize our finances. Okay? You guys did great. So I want everybody to clap for yourselves right now. We're going to celebrate this because it's an exciting thing to have it stable like that. We not only were able to stabilize ourselves and, and so that we no longer, and as leaders, have to worry each month about the money, we were also, at the end of the year last year, which was not too long ago, able to give distributions out because we had money left over. Isn't that great? We were able to give money to Young Life. We were able to give money to Rec Walk. We were able to give money to our church plant in San Antonio. These are things that we had wanted to do in our budget, but were not able to. So we were excited at the end of the year, we were able to put money to these people. I'm sure they're all, when they get their checks, actually they're going to get them this week, I think. When they get all these checks, they're going to hopefully jump for joy because I'm thrilled that we could do that. Because what in the world is the good of a budget if you can't give it to people? What in the, I mean, really, what is the good of church finance or a local body finance if we don't give it out to people? And that excites me when we get to do that. We also were able to move five, almost $5,000, almost $5,000 into a building fund. So we've got to start. So you guys, these are good things that are happening. We are extremely ecstatic at God's faithfulness through you guys. And, and I want to say thank you. And as leaders, we want to say thank you for your faithfulness and what you've done. Because this is our community. We're growing together. We stabilize together. And now we're moving forward. But as I said, this budget here represents an increase. Because we believe, and based on what Cindy said, that I believe is a word from God for our community this year, we are to go out and start making a difference in New Braunfels. We're on a threshold of really being able to make that impacting difference in New Braunfels. We're on that point where we can actually begin to do things in this community that we wanted to do, more than just go serve food. Maybe we can go help more down there. There are a lot of things that we can do as a community as we take this step in our resources. We increase our resources. We're able to do more outside, more inside. Some of the things we're looking at is, uh, more, like I said, more outreach to the poor and needy outside, more help for our children's ministry, more help for our worship team. You know, I don't know if you all knew this. The sound guy here is pretty close to me. And, you know, every now and then, like almost every week here lately, I get, how are we going to win on money? Can we get money for a new soundboard, honey? What can we do that? <laughs> yes, those are things that we can start looking for, that we can do things, I don't want to say better because we are doing things wonderfully, but we can do things larger. I don't, I don't even know what, what description to use here. We can do more for the kingdom with more resources. Does that make sense? 
And that's what we want to do. We want to be able to do that. This gives us the chance to take ideas that maybe you have that are in the kingdom and to move on them if we can move our resources up to this level. For example, one of the things that... Now, this actually is not going to take any resources, but it's something... One of the ideas I'm talking about, Cindy and I have been talking about doing a swap board, you know, putting a board up. person can put up there, I need this, and somebody can say, well, I've got this here. I need, or I've got this, and somebody says, well, I need that here. A board in the back, just something simple like that. We can begin to help take care of one another. Kingdom ideas like this that may require resources, may not require resources, but because we have resources, we can do them. We are here to make a difference in New Braunfels. We are here to change this city with the kingdom, bring the kingdom in and make a difference so that people would start saying, and we're not doing this because we want people to notice us, but we want people to say when they look and think about River City Vineyard, hey, that's a church that's making a change. They're, they're making a difference in our community. I get excited about that. I get excited about being able to do that. Now, I was telling Scott what this means for us Actually, I want to back up before I go there because I want to tell you about one other thing that we really want to do, and that's church planting. I've talked about worship and children, and those are things we do in here, but church planting is something we want to do out there. Right now, as leaders, we are really hoping to plant five new churches over the next, say, 10 years because we don't really hold to the mega church model where everybody comes to New Braunfels. We want, you, we want churches planted in communities so they can make a difference in those communities. We are already starting in San Antonio with Mission Vineyard. We have a group beginning in San Marcos that may turn into a church plant for us. We're not sure yet, we're, but it's, it starts. So we're looking at areas around. There are areas we want to expand the kingdom of God. So that's part of what you want to be. That's part of where we're going. Now, as I said, this does represent an increase. And I was telling Scott, I said, you know, really, if, if every member would only give $50 more a month, We'd be able to do this. And then I thought, that'd be kind of hard for the Wilsons because there's six of them. <laughs> so we may not want to do it that way. What are we asking? We're asking you to give what God tells you to give. That's all we're asking. Be faithful to what God's asking you to give, and we'll be able to meet our budget. And the more we can do outside, the more outreach we can have, the more we can change the community, the more the community is going to come say, hey, what's going on here? Why are y'all different? That means we grow. The more we grow, the more resources we have. I love the challenge Scott gave us about everybody bring one this year. That's how we're going to grow our resources. That's the most effective way to grow our resources. That plus, you know, God giving us raises. That works too. But we want to grow this church so that we can actually make a difference. Because really, isn't that what we're all about? I mean, I love making a difference. And what we do here on Sundays makes a difference. We change lives here by drinking coffee. And the thing I love about what Scott said, you know, we are a witness of the kingdom just by getting together and loving one another every Sunday, showing that we can actually exist together in love. But we're also a witness by going out. So all of this is what we want to do. And that's what we're all about. And that's what our budget should be all about. So if you have any questions... Please feel free to ask me. I'm at your disposal. I'll be glad to explain wherever you have here. If you, uh, otherwise, then we're gonna. I'm gonna let you close. Then, Scott, if you don't mind, we'll just stop there.